Third time's a charm. We're right. We're ready. We're ready now. Alex, the real estate <laughs> dude here uh, on another episode of Working Alaska. It's episode number eight, where we're building context around the entrepreneurs and business owners in Alaska. Today, we have the friendliest or friendliest, depending on which article you read. Um, you told me not to read it up. Yeah, First thing. <laughs> Jamie Bruff with Pillar to Post Home Inspections and Janice Bruff. Hopefully, she'll watch this. Uh, in spirit, because she's an integral part of this team as well. Look, there hey, she is. She's Hi, Janice. Hey, Janice. <laughs> All right. So, you ready to jump into it? We're going to start right away. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, recording, recording, we're good. All right. Okay, so we always start these with building context around you and your story. So, I want to get right into your story. All right. So, where were you from? Where did you go to high school? Where is that very beginning portion of your life happen? Uh, beginning, I guess you mean birth, not where I started to live, so we'll start with birth. All right, <laughs> deep already, I like it. Uh, born and raised in the state of Connecticut. Uh, okay. I don't claim it for many, many, many reasons. We won't get into that. This isn't that long, so. Okay, go Red Sox. Uh, go, go Red Sox. <laughs> go Patriots. I don't know what he's doing over here. <laughs> I wore this on purpose, by the way. Go Bruins. We got this. Stanley Cup's coming back to Boston soon. So no, here yeah, we go. <laughs> no doubt. You guys are destroying the Blues. Right on. Um, so born and raised in the state of Connecticut. Uh, lived there until I was 23. Uh, then I joined the Air Force. Uh, so, hold on. We're going to yep. stop you already. Born in Connecticut and you lived there till you were 23 and you still don't claim it. Right. Even though that's where you're, that's where you, that like you're. Big portion of life, all of your growth, maybe not all your growth. Not like anymore. That, I've that, passed that, that halfway point, so okay. I've, I've lived in other places longer than I did in Connecticut. Why not Connecticut? Why not, Why not Connecticut? What do you have against Connecticut? Quick uh, list. Quick list. Taxes are too high. Okay. Way too high. Okay. Uh, not even a little bit too high. Way too high. Okay. Too congested. I mean, you're in the Northeast. Like I just assume all of that stuff. I've never even been there, but all of that stuff. Pittsburgh. Philadelphia, New York, Boston, yeah, all of Connecticut is just like they're all overcrowded. <laughs> everybody's walking all over each other, and and everybody's pushing each other down to get to the next thing. No, uh-huh. people don't really. Uh, there's less caring about each other in that place when I'm okay. there. So that makes more sense. It's nothing personal. It's just not my suit. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so left Connecticut yep. at 23, but why you? Were- you gonna be ready? Third time's a charm. We're right. We're ready. We're ready now. Alex, the real estate <laughs> dude here uh, on another episode of Working Alaska. It's episode number eight, where we're building context around the entrepreneurs and business owners in Alaska. Today, we have the friendliest or friendliest, depending on which article you read. Um, you told me not to read it up. Yeah, first thing. <laughs> Jamie Bruff with Pillar to Post Home Inspections and Janice Bruff. Hopefully, she'll watch this. Uh, in spirit, because she's an integral part of this team as well. Look, there hey, she is. She's Hi, Janice. Hey, Janice. <laughs> All right. So, you ready to jump into it? We're going to start right away. Yeah, let's okay, do it. Okay, recording, recording, we're good. All right. Okay, so we always start these with building context around you and your story. So, I want to get right into your story. All right. So, where were you from? Where did you go to high school? Where is that very beginning portion of your life happen? Uh, beginning, I guess you mean birth, not where I started to live, so we'll start with birth. Oh, that's <laughs> deep already. I like it. Uh, born and raised in the state of Connecticut. Uh, okay. I don't claim it for many, many, many reasons. We won't get into that. This isn't that long. So. Okay. Go Red Sox. Uh, go, go Red Sox. Go Patriots. I don't know what he's doing over here. <laughs> I wore this on purpose, by the way. Go Bruins. We got this. Stanley Cup's coming back to Boston soon. So no, here yeah, we go. <laughs> no doubt. You guys are destroying the Blues. Right on. Um, so born and raised in the state of Connecticut. 
Uh, lived there until I was 23. Uh, then I joined the Air Force. Uh, so, hold on. We're going to yep. stop you already. Born in Connecticut and you lived there until you were 23 and you still don't claim it. Right. Even though that's where you're, that's where you, that like your big portion of life, all your growth, maybe not all your growth. <laughs> not like anymore. That, I've that passed that halfway point. So okay. uh, I've lived in other places longer than I did in Connecticut. Why not Connecticut? Why not, Why not Connecticut? What do you have against Connecticut? Quick uh, list. Quick list. Taxes are too high. Okay. Way too high. Okay. Uh, not even a little bit too high. Way too high. Okay. Too congested. I too mean... You're in the Northeast. Like, I just assume all of that stuff. I've never even been there, but all of that stuff. Pittsburgh, uh, Philadelphia, New York, Boston. Yeah. All of Connecticut is just like... They're all overcrowded. People. Everybody's walking all <laughs> over each other, and, and everybody's pushing each other down to get to the next thing. No, uh-huh. People don't really... Uh, there's less caring about each other in that place when I'm okay. there. So That makes more sense. It's nothing personal. It's just not my suit. Okay. 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 <laughs> so, left Connecticut yep. at 23... But while you were at, I always hit this part, you were in high school, mm-hmm. were you, how were you in high school? Were you a AB student, CD student, super entrepreneurial, uh, did your class all the time? Where before high school, AB student, in high school, CD student, Okay. Uh, almost didn't graduate, thanks for pushing me mom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was the, I, 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 wasn't in, I wasn't into sports or anything in the high school level, before high school level I was into baseball, I played baseball a lot, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that very much. Uh, but I wasn't good enough when I got to the high school level. I quickly realized I just wasn't good enough with, to compete with the guys that were there. That's just how it was, okay. uh, which is fine. Um, but I was the guy that nobody had a bad thing to say about me, even in high school. Okay. Right? Okay. <laughs> Friendliest guy in the right, like 2019. Right. They don't feel like it's this is going to be a on. theme through your story. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's a theme of my life. Uh, is what it is. It's okay. just, just treating people the way you want to be treated is all it is. So, okay. Uh, and I've been that way since I was very young. So, so you were not super entrepreneurial in high school? No. You weren't selling candies? You weren't no. thinking about starting a business? You wouldn't, Was the next step logically to join the Air Force after high school? Or what's that gap from 18 to 23? Uh, gap from 18 to 23 was uh, kind of broke out of my shell, kind of... Started getting into a lot of trouble. Okay. Uh, Broke out of your shell as in you were shy and now you're starting to correct. love on people more? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Very shy in my early ages. Very, very shy. Okay. Uh, late high school and out of high school, uh, I started getting into uh, rebuilding and restoring old cars, building okay. race cars, going mm-hmm. to uh, quarter mile racetracks, okay. uh, drag style racing, not circle track racing. Okay. Uh, get dizzy in circles, so I just go straight. Um, <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Most of the time. You Most of the time, right. <laughs> and that is a problem here. Yeah, it's supposed to be going straight. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I started getting into a lot of trouble and, and a little too much partying, and, mm-hmm. uh, which was all fun and, you know, part of who I am now, but mm-hmm. uh, that kind of led to the military. Like, I was getting to a point in my life where I'm like, okay, it's, it's time to grow up and start doing something, and, mm-hmm. and what's the best way to do that? I have a very uh, long list of, of people in my family that were military. Okay. Uh, my grandfather, my father, my uncles, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, decided that's what I wanted to do. And after talking to them, they had all been in the Army, the Navy, the Marines. Nobody had done the Air Force, so... Well, yeah, because you said you wanted to join the military. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it's true, but I also wanted to eat well. 
So <laughs> right, right, and not suck. Which in the Air Force, it's like here we'll make your bed for you. Yeah, right. Well, they didn't always make my here's bed. Here's Wi-Fi. Well, I left a little money on the pillow. I didn't make my bed for me. So. <laughs> um, so it sounds like, um, in high school you started to go downhill. I don't want to say downhill because that makes it sound like a bad thing. Where I'm sure a lot of growth happened in there. Yeah. But you started to go on a different track starting in high school, and then. That was just a, a track that continued until you were about 23. Yeah. And then once you were 23, it was like, like I need to figure something out. Yeah, right? it, like I need, it I need literally was almost a light bulb. Like, uh -huh. like uh, this is not the way you're going to live the rest of your life. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's true what they say about people with race cars and stuff like that. You go to work to put money into your race car. Yeah. And, uh, and then party after the races. So... Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so you don't you don't get too far. It's a, it's a vicious circle. It's a cycle here. <laughs> <laughs> There's the circle comes back. There you go. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, it's uh, I, I I always uh, wanted a family. Okay, and that was something. Even when I was young, I, I knew I wanted a family and stuff like that. So um, that kind of life and the, the way that I was approaching it was not going to be sustainable for many years so when you decided to join the air force was there an outside influence was it just because your family had done it done it was it because like you realized you needed the discipline just to like shake yourself up like what was the reason uh definitely the discipline okay. that's what i was after i was after the discipline um didn't i i you know it didn't really matter to me whether it was you know air force army navy uh marines whatever it didn't really matter for me um i needed the discipline and I wanted to serve my country also. Okay. So that, that wasn't something that was part of me uh, in my younger years by mm -hmm. any means. It was as I started to grow and mature, um, I knew that was something I wanted to do. I also knew that um, at some point I'd want to go to school. Mm -hmm. And of course, being in the military, that helps with a large cost. Right. Of yeah, absolutely. Cost associated absolutely. with education. So. Right. You put the work in and you also want to feed off those benefits. So right. It's it's not unnoble to say like I wanted those benefits yeah, too, man. Benefits. Like, it's okay. Like I want a family, and so to provide good for my family and serve my country, it's like mm -hmm. win win win. Yeah, I'm gonna I age you real quick here. Never use my education benefits, by the way. It's a terrible thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you still got them, but I'm okay right now. <laughs> um, when did you join the military? What year? Uh, 1995. Okay, I was I was two years old when you joined the military. Yeah, I was surprised <laughs> you were born. <laughs> Um, and then how long did you stay in? Four years. Uh, okay. got, I went in April 15th, 95. Got out in April 15th, 1999. Okay. And so did you see any of the Desert Storm action or anything like that? So I, I did uh, two short tours to Kuwait okay. and uh, one short tour to Saudi Arabia. Um, but everything was pretty pretty mellow at that time. Okay. Uh, we'd already liberated Kuwait and all that stuff. And, okay. Uh, going there a couple of times was... Uh, I've got a lot of pictures. Sometimes we should sit down and look through those. But uh -huh. the devastation of the base, uh, a lot of it being from us as we were trying to take Kuwait back. Mm -hmm. um, some pretty ugly things. Uh, yeah. But, you know, when I was there, it was it was fairly quiet. You know, you okay. had the occasional... At that time, it was when they brought the Patriot missiles in and occasionally mm -hmm. a Scud would get fired over. And, you know, you'd get woken up in the middle of the night and get to the bunkers right. and... So even still, even though there wasn't a lot of activity, that's right. not to say like stuff like that doesn't rebuild overnight. So you right. still see, like even though you're not experienced the actual fighting in action, like right. you still see the aftermath of it. Absolutely. So do you think that has affected the way you treat people and stuff like that to this uh, day? Or maybe, but 
you know, even even in my early years when, when things were rough for me and I wasn't really on a, on a great track, I still always tried to treat people the way I wanted to be treated. Okay. Um, some of that, I think, reinstilled that for me as a mm-hmm. young adult, uh, as I was moving into adulthood. Um, but it, I don't think it came from that. I think that just kind of uh, reiterated everything for me and reassured me that right. that's how I wanted to live my life. So, right. right, right, makes sense. Okay, and then what did you do in the Air Force? I was an ammo troop. So I built and programmed air-to-air and air-to-ground missiles. Okay. Or other people say I counted fake bombs in North Carolina. <laughs> Depends on what you look at. So. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> or, um, since I was Air Force, I would take guys like you and bring them up in an airplane and kick them out and let them fall down. So. <laughs> by, by guys like me, you mean Army guys. I mean Army guys. Yeah. Well, I was stationed at Pope Air Force Base, uh-huh. which is right in the center of Fort Bragg, home of the 82nd Airborne. So yep. uh, that supporting the 82nd Airborne was our primary mission. So mm-hmm. that's what we did. And the 82nd, Take them up in a good airplane and throw them out. The 82nd Airborne is, that's all they do. That yep. is all they talk all about. They that is the way they live their life. It's yep. like, in that unit, they just want to mess up your knees. So you're either jumping out of airplanes or running. Right. All the time. <laughs> but they're damn good at it. My dad was, a, he was an airborne infantry, EIB, the whole thing. Yeah. And so he'll see this and he'll be like, you dirty, nasty leg. <laughs> we heard it. I'll make sure you watch this. It's all this. good. Um, so you did four years in the Air Force, yep. did two tours, yep. um, and then you were stationed in North Carolina the whole time? Yeah. My permanent duty station was Pope Air Force Base, North Carolina. Yep. Okay. So you joined the Air Force for pretty noble reasons, like you need it in your life. Why did you only do four years? Why did you end it so quickly? Um, there's there's no straightforward answer to that. Okay. I, I, I toyed with the idea for a very short time of mm-hmm. re-enlisting and staying in. Mm-hmm. Um, it just didn't seem to be something that I was going to want to do for the next... 20 years. So was there an opportunity after it that you wanted to seek out, like maybe schooling or something like that, or was it just you didn't want to do the full 20? I I was pretty sure, so, okay, I didn't go until I was 23, which is old by normal enlistment standard. Most people go in 18 18 or 19. Right. Um, So when I went in, I was 23, I was actually, even though I was probably the most immature person there, I was the most mature person there. Right. Which sounds weird, but... well, so, I think in the military, one of the things you learn very quickly is there's the 18 and 19 that are super immature, mm-hmm. but age does not determine maturity. Like not, not even, not even not a there. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> not there. Uh-huh. Um, it, it just, it just didn't seem like something I wanted to do. It definitely wasn't something when it was presented to me and, you know, talked about, you know, do you want to reenlist and, you know, work your way towards retirement and uh, a full career in the military. Mm-hmm. Now, it just didn't seem to fit my needs. It's not what right. I wanted to do. Um, from, at that point, I was getting into a mode in my head where I wanted to own my own business. I wanted okay. to be a business owner. Okay. I didn't know what. I had no idea what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. But I knew I wanted to be a business owner. I knew I would be a good business owner. It um, makes perfect sense that you're feeling this at this point. Just listening to your, to your story from the outside looking in where... You, you're starting to get the confidence, right? Yep. Then you get the discipline of the military. Right. Like now you, you're a pretty confident person that knows you actually have to work to, yep. to get the business owner and stuff like that going. So sure. it makes perfect sense that you're starting to feel that way. Yep. And so was that the next move? Was it like, okay, <laughs> own a business. I don't know what yet. I'm just going to own something. Or what, what came after? Uh, for whatever reason, when I got out of the military in 99, I decided 
you know, hey, let's go back to Connecticut, even though I didn't like Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> I don't claim it. I hate it. It's overcrowded, and yeah. I'm going back. It's not my kind of life. I'm not living there. I'm going back right now. Uh, so I went back to Connecticut, met a girl, got married, mm-hmm. took a job. Uh, a job. A job. Did not open a business. Took a job. Was it a good job, a bad job? What it was, was a good job. job. Talk about? Um, What's the job? Yeah, I uh, took a job uh, with, I'm not going to say the name of the company, but um, I became a third shift uh, production manager in a juice facility. That's right, juice. Like, the largest juice manufacturing company on like the East Coast. Nice, like juice it, bro. So we made <laughs> juice for Tropicana, oh, Welch's, Wawa. Uh, uh, I tied the car thing stuff. together, so I was like, he's, he's making knots. <laughs> he's making knots, baby. Um, no, okay. uh, so, and that, honestly, it was a really good job. Uh-huh. It was a really good paying job. And my life at that point, I felt, was, was going in the direction that it, I wanted it to go. Uh-huh. Um, well, you said from an early on you wanted the family life. Yes. So at that point, you had a girlfriend or wife. I got right? married. Yep. You had a good job. Mm-hmm. Right. You're, you're starting to build that American dream, right. which I found most of the time isn't the actual dream most people want. But you're, you're right. starting to build what you think you've always what wanted. I think I wanted. Right, right, right. right, right. Um, she had a son, so okay. I was instantly a dad. Okay. Uh, uh, whom I still talk to. Uh, he's a great kid. Uh, okay. Lives in Maryland. He just had his first kid. So, all right. Uh, congratulations to Corey and Tori. Love you guys. Corey and Tori. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like That's a my Hollywood son's name. name. And, and his wife's name. Uh, What's the kid's name? Maury. I don't know. Is that bad? What? <laughs> How can you ask me that? I'm lying, dude. Uh, Called you. You better make a phone call after this, man. <laughs> it was just last week, uh, but I haven't. T- I don't get to talk to them enough. Uh, okay. But I know she had a baby, so I know okay. everybody's good and everybody's healthy. So, okay. uh, so yeah. you jump in, you get, you start making juice, not Nas, actual juice not like Tropicana. Juice. We're making orange juice, right? right? Okay. Then what happened? You quit that job. You, you so things started getting rocky here. I can we feel it stayed coming. together for oh jeez, let's see, ninety nine. That's the, the Just old short man. Of ten years. Let me count the years. <laughs> <laughs> There's a I lot think, of them back there. <laughs> uh, I think we were together for about eight and a half years uh, before we realized that we weren't on the same uh, game plan for life. Okay. Uh, we just we just weren't. Uh, Which what's up? That's, that's fine. That's, don't worry about don't that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, we just weren't. We, we didn't have the same uh, life goals or where we wanted to go in life. Okay. Um, so we we ended up getting divorced. Okay, um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing all the time. No, and right? it, like people change. As far as divorces go, it was it was pretty calm. It uh-huh. was pretty mellow. So yeah. you take this, I'll take that, whatever. Right, blah, blah, blah. right. But uh, you think about it. You guys were together for ten years. You yeah. got with her somewhere around twenty three, twenty four. Uh, no, no twenty seven. Even still, any ten year span, no matter you pick two random ages, mm-hmm. twenty two to thirty two. Right. 37 to 47, yep. you are not the same person. That's right. Right? That's right. So, like, not always necessarily a bad thing. Right. Right? Not always a bad thing. Uh-huh. Um, and? We, we never had kids together, so there, that wasn't really uh, an issue there. So. Uh-huh. And we're, we're, we're not going to fast forward yet, but you have Janice now. So that's I know right. So, something good happened out That's there, right. right. Absolutely <laughs> right. good. We'll, we'll get there. Uh-huh. I, see, I see you, baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Things got rocky. For that, that whole 10 years, were you working juice? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Just about that whole 10 years. Okay. Uh, Things got rocky. Things got rocky. We got split. divorced. 
Then what? And then uh, after the divorce was final, I quit my job. And then, uh, so we, we kind of missed the spot when, uh, when we were talking about my military life. But, okay, go ahead, go uh, ahead, go ahead. I have a son from when I was in the military. Okay. Um, now I'm married into son. Not married into, a real son. Okay. Uh, he went to live with his mom in Kansas City. Okay. Um, so after my divorce was final, I quit my job, packed up everything that I owned, and I drove to Kansas. I wanted to go be with my son. <laughs> that is an adult decision. That's an adult decision. Like, like I want to be a good damn dad, so I'm, I'm coming. I, I don't know about good, but I definitely wanted to be there. That was for uh -huh. sure. So uh, I wanted to be a good dad, but I definitely wanted to be there. Right. Um, Kansas City is a tough place. Kansas City, Kansas is a tough place. As Especially as when I went there. Work? Or yeah, as far as I culture? Could not, or? I could not find work, man. Okay. I, uh, I stayed there for seven or eight months and... Mm -hmm. uh, and burned up every penny of savings I, I had had trying okay. to find work and mm -hmm. spend time with him, and it, it just didn't just didn't work out. Okay. Um, so I went back to Connecticut, and that's where I started getting into real estate. That is the point in my life where I okay. began to look into real estate and fell in love with real estate overall. Okay. <clears throat> so I had a friend that worked at a. Uh, I actually got my real estate license in the state uh -huh. of Connecticut. Um, and I did that for a year and a half. What? I don't know how you guys do that. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not for everybody. No, it's not. Um, what drove you to real estate? Was it you had that entrepreneurial need? You wanted a business, and so it was that? Oh, was no. it the people aspect? What What kind of brought you no, there? No, it's like half the people around here who get into real estate and become a real estate agent. I just wanted to go show people pretty houses and collect a check. I thought that's how it worked. Yeah, Isn't that like, how that works? That's how we do. I mean, yeah. you just go to the closing and pick up a check. I right? wish it was that. <laughs> so did I back Man. then. That is not the case. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, so I, I tried my my uh, hat at that, and uh, it just just get pulled in too many different directions. Of course, I had to have a job right. while I was getting started doing that because right. you're not getting any money. Right, at least uh, sixty days. Even yeah, if you find someone to write a contract today, now we're two months until you get paid. <laughs> right, at least. Right. Um, but. Um, I just got pulled in too many different directions. Um, so I ended up taking a job. I ended up stopped doing that, mm -hmm. quit my other job, and took a job with a friend of mine at a mortgage brokerage. Okay. And I really, really enjoyed that. Okay. I enjoyed the numbers. I enjoyed uh, the process, which sounds ridiculous. I'm sure everybody has seen their mortgage paperwork. Yeah, I used to put all that Time stuff Time for together. closing. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> but we brought the two pens. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Uh, I did that for a long time. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and I got out of that, not because I didn't like it, mm -hmm. but because of the military and my next move. So, okay. tell me about that. About that time, Facebook started to become a big deal. And some folks that I was in the military with mm -hmm. found me on Facebook and they wanted to have like a little reunion for okay. our ammo troops. Um, uh, the core group of us that were together in North Carolina. Yep. And we had a friend who had a couple of acres and a cabin in West Virginia where mm -hmm. we could all stay and kind of camp. Mm -hmm. So uh, we all met there. I went down there, and man, did I fall in love with West Virginia. West Virginia okay. is a beautiful place, uh -huh. um, beautiful people for the most part. Um, every place has their people, but mm -hmm. um, a beautiful, beautiful state. Um, so I went down for that. It was a Memorial Day weekend, actually. Okay. And 
then I went back home, and then I would talk to them again, and then my buddy who lived in West Virginia invited me down again, so mm-hmm. I went down, and... Uh, I feel like you're going to move to West Virginia. Stay for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep going more and, and more and more, and now I'm living here. <laughs> and then uh, it turns out this buddy that lives in West Virginia that I was in the military with ended up uh, having a cousin that he wanted me to meet, mm. and... Uh, so that was Janice. I don't know if she's still on there, but uh, that's where I met Janice. Yeah, she and, is. Uh, it's a love story. They, okay. You guys got a love story. Right? <laughs> so they introduce us, and she's like, hey, and I'm like, hey. And then, you know, she left and went on the date that she was going on through that night. Mm-hmm. You went and rescued her from the date, didn't you? No. Tell me no. Romeo and Juliet no. something. Make went it back up. Home. I want to hear it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Came back a couple weeks later. We ended up meeting at a party and talking, mm-hmm. and uh, um, she ended up contacting me when I was in Connecticut because I was talking about maybe leaving Connecticut and, and mm-hmm. possibly moving to West Virginia and she started asking me questions about you know what kind of job I would be looking for she mm-hmm. would try to help me out and keep her eyes open and that kind of stuff yep. and and it honestly just just grew from there mm-hmm. uh, uh, she's an amazing person she's uh, definitely you know people say all the time oh it's my better half no she's a hundred percent better half of the relationship um, you know without her there's not really a me, so right. we, we we work together very well, and uh, people ask me what's different about this marriage versus my first marriage, and I always tell them it's the, the fact that I'm with somebody now mm-hmm. that would never ask me to be something that I'm not. Uh, she loves me the way I am, and uh-huh. I love her the way she is, and we just support yeah. each other, so it works out good. Yeah, works which is good. hard to find, but once you find it, something you... Obviously, but hang on yeah. to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. So it wasn't love at first sight necessarily, nope. right? But it's definitely something that sounds like grew pretty quickly. Like it, once you guys started really a formal relationship, it was like pretty quickly you knew, like, yeah. wow, this one's this one's. A well, good we one. met in June. I didn't meet her when I was down from Memorial Day. I think I met her in June. Okay. And I moved in with her December fifteenth that same year. So six months? Less than, just shy of six months <laughs> later, I left Connecticut and moved in with her down wow. in West Virginia. So. so, if it's like, I lived in Palmer and she lived in Wasilla, six months is like, meh, okay. Like, <laughs> right. I lived in Connecticut and she lived in West Virginia. Yep. Six months later, I'm yep. moving. <laughs> Threw everything I could fit in the back of a pickup truck and see you later. Okay, so so at this point, you're really growing in that relationship pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, you're living with her. Mm-hmm. What did you do for work in West Virginia? What does that time look like? Uh, I took a job in a warehouse uh, for a company called UTI, which is a subcontractor for DuPont Industries. Okay. It has a lot of big uh, uh, plants down there in the uh, West Virginia, Ohio area. Um, that was kind of a temporary job. When I first got there, I needed work, so I took a job. Okay. Um, and then I ended up taking a – West Virginia is kind of a whirlwind. I took a job with uh, an eyeglass company, a tiny little eyeglass company. Okay. Making eyeglasses. Okay. Okay. And so it sounds like you're kind of like job to job, or were you like trying to work towards that owning the business that you're still like striving to get to? Or owning the business kind of thing took a back seat. Okay. Uh, okay. It was I need to work. Okay. Um, Money now. Yeah, I need to work. I need yep. to work right now. I got bills to pile up. I've been through the divorce and mm-hmm. things that need to be taken care of. And uh, of course, my son was living with his mom, so. I you know, child support and right. trying to help right, right. all and that stuff. You so. had savings and that had gone away that trying to make it in Kansas City, right? Yeah. So it was, I need money now. Yeah. No time to make it work right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
so uh, yeah, I kind of went from job to job in West Virginia trying to make a little bit more money, make a little bit more money, make yep. a little bit more money. So worked at UTI, and then I went and worked at an eyeglass plant, and then I went and then took a job at a company called uh, R.E. Michael, okay. uh, which is a heating and air conditioning uh, wholesaler, Okay, um, which is where I learned a lot about furnaces and air mm-hmm. conditioners, okay. that applies up here, but furnaces do. Um, that was a great job. That was a job that I kept the rest of the time that we live in West Virginia. Okay, so that really then is your stepping stone, yep. where it's like you're, you put everything back together, right? Mm-hmm. You caught up, you might have got a little ahead, yep. you, your relationship's building with Janice at this point. You bet. Like everything is starting to come together as you're working with this furnace company. Right. Right? Right. So then... Now you're in Alaska? <laughs> there's, there's a big gap here. Where's, fill the gap for so, me. Uh, I'm going to leave a, a, a small gap out because the small gap of information is not for everybody. Okay. Don't no. need, you don't need to know that. Okay. And what happened was uh, Janice and I had always had conversations about how you know she had been married and went through a bad divorce. and. Okay. I had been married and been through a divorce, and we were mm-hmm. both like, never getting married again. Marriage isn't what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Well, we decided to get married. <laughs> <laughs> Things changed, right? Things we actually changed. came on vacation to come visit uh, our friends that had moved up here, okay. and I proposed to Janice in front of the bears at the Alaska Zoo. Okay. Uh, the polar bears? No, the grizzly bears Okay. at the uh, zoo in Anchorage. Yep. Uh, that was on vacation. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> when we decided to... Uh, we decided to get married. Um, we got married. We had a life-changing event just before our wedding. Okay. Um, somehow we managed, with the help of all of our friends and our family, uh, to, to push through our wedding. Mm-hmm. And we went on our honeymoon, which we had rented a cabin up in uh, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, Okay. Uh, for our honeymoon. Yep. And uh, we were sitting in the hot tub at the cabin, and we were having a conversation about life. And okay. what we wanted to do in our lives, what are okay. what's on our bucket list? What are the things you want to do? Because there's no such thing as the right time to do something. There's no such thing as uh, I'll wait until I get this settled and then I'll pursue this. There's, if you wait till you're ready, you're never going to be ready. You'll never be ready. Just yep. you just need to do it. Just yep. get up and do it. There's no good time. There's no right time. There's none of that mm-hmm. stuff. If there's things you want to do, figure out a way to do it. Just do it. It'll work itself out. Um, and one of the things I wanted to do was try living here in Alaska. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had been here on vacation, like I said. Um, and Janice said, well, I'll give, you, I'll give you three to five years. If I hate it, we have to move someplace warm because she hates the cold. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have to move someplace warm. And I thought that was a fair, right. a yeah, fair trade-off. Absolutely. You know? yeah. uh, <clears throat> she took a bite there. She, was she like, really did. I'll risk it for you. I'm going to trust you on this And one. And this is a girl who grew up in small town West Virginia her entire life. First uh-huh. 42 years of her life. Grew yep. up in tiny uh, Williamstown, West Virginia. Population of 2,300 people. Okay. Uh, small town, small town, small, small town. Small town. town. Yeah. You know, everything's about football on Friday nights down there. Seriously. Perfect. I'm about that. Uh, and it, it's a go, great go place. I, don't get me wrong. I love it. But, um, you know, we came up here and uh, I had been looking into... Uh, military or veteran friendly franchises okay and just google searching and playing around and that kind of thing so before you you get into that it sounds like this this conversation at the hot tub was really 
it, it was a, it was the perfect turning point. Like your your time with the uh, the furnace company was a great yeah. stepping stepping stone. Now you you went through a life changing event. You yeah. got married. Now you're in a hot tub, and you guys are ready to take the next step. Yep. And it sounds like you guys talked more than just like I want to move to Alaska. Like you were talking about like actual life, like yep. what's going to make us happier, and what do yes. we need to do to get to those things? Yes. Man, I have been screaming from the rooftops, and I, I don't know how to tell people more and more that I wish they would just like make decisions based on happiness because everything yes. else will fall into place. Everything afterwards. else will work itself. If nothing else, if you do something you're happy doing, mm-hmm. you're going to put more hours into it because you don't mind doing it, and it's going to be successful that way. Yes. Right? The happiness is the key, not the mon- monetary right. or the money behind it. <clears throat> the money will come. So you guys are in the hot tub. You're moving to Alaska, and you guys also talked about like – I've always wanted to go into business. We talked a little bit about that, but that wasn't really the the, the main focus um, uh-huh. at that point. Um, we talked about what kinds of jobs we would like to have, okay. or you know, if you could own a business, what would you do with your spare time? Which that was funny back then when you thought when we owned a business we'd have spare time. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in a couple more years, yeah, we right? grow a little yeah. bit more. A couple of 10, 50 years. Yeah, but, <laughs> but uh, you know, that's the. It's the um, not being uh, like everybody hates waking up on Monday. And they wake up on Monday and like, oh, it's another Monday. Man. I wake up and I don't care what day it is. Right? I don't care. I don't care if it's Monday. I don't care if it's Wednesday. I don't care if it's Sunday. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I woke up on my own. Nobody had to help me get out of bed. I'm good. Yeah. What's next? Yeah. Um, but uh, my this video is getting a little philosophical i hope people are still following no we're, we're good we're gonna keep it rolling it's deep um so uh it, it, there weren't specific conversations about opening a business until we got here when okay. we got here things kind of changed okay so when we left west virginia we literally we sold everything in our house okay or gave it away okay we didn't bring a trailer with us. We bought a topper for the back of our truck. Mm-hmm. If it fit in the back of the truck, it came with us. Yep. If it didn't, it stayed behind. That's Maybe such an Alaskan story. Yeah. I can't tell you no how many trailer, people, right? nothing. Restart. Like we Alaska, will figure it out. going to change us. We will figure it out. Awesome. Now, thankfully, we had we had wonderful friends up here, uh, mm-hmm. Justin and Sarah. Uh, yep. They're amazing friends of ours, and yep. they had a home. And they had a, a finished basement with a spare bedroom. So when we moved up, we had a place to stay. We didn't have to live in our truck. But okay. uh, So you got up here, started staying in their basement. Yep. How long have you been here? We got here in May of 2015, four years. And when did you start Pillar to Post? August of 2017. So you were... That's when we opened our doors. We started the process in April of 2017. So really about a year, somewhere between a year and a half and about two a year years. and a half. Is how long it took for you to get here, set roots, and yep, get time, time to go. Yep. Okay. Not too shabby. Yeah. No. Not too bad. No. And that's amazing. Yeah. Are you serious? Two years? Like in the scope of things, people are living a hundred years now. Yep. Two years is like a drop that's in the nothing. bucket, right? That, right? that is extremely quick. And you're yeah. still like extremely young. Like you still have so much yeah. time to do and build and whatever you want. Even yeah. if you decide Pillar Post isn't it, you want to do something, you're... Don't die on me. <laughs> okay, so let's jump into. I don't know what that said. I hope it doesn't die. If not, we have that. I didn't say anything about, about a battery. So, yeah, that's what that does. Oh, it's like you better go and die, son. You better gotcha. be quick. <laughs> All right. Even if it dies, though, we have this. So no Got worries. All right. Um. So now you're at. You said Pillar Post. You chose mm-hmm. it because it was a veteran-friendly organization, right. and you you put in there, uh, kind of just threw it in there. 
you got into real estate and realized right. you loved it. Right. And so it was seems like it was an easy, easy decision, right? You love real estate, yeah, veteran friendly. Right. There you go. So I, I was playing around doing a Google search, veteran friendly franchises. Uh, French, uh, Pillar to Post came up in the top five for the past nine years. Okay. Oh, amazing. Uh, ridiculous. Uh, they've been around since 1994, by the way. Pillar to Post itself is not a new company. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, you have to, so we decided. Janice and I had been talking about it. And then, of course, I still had that in the back of my mind where Janice had said, I'll give you three to five years. Yep. So about a year after we were here, we were sitting down having dinner together, and we were mm-hmm. talking and talking about how much we love it here and mm-hmm. the people and the, and the scenery. It's, it's just amazing. And uh, every day we wake up amazed. Um, and she said, you know that uh, business you've been talking about starting, that inspection business? I said, yeah. She goes, uh, I, I love it here. I don't think I want to go anywhere else. I think we should get moving on that. Stamp of approval. Stamp of approval came through. Yep. And uh, we jumped on it. And, and uh-huh. we really didn't hesitate very mm-hmm. long after we made that decision to go ahead with it. Um, we decided and we I think we, we processed all the paperwork in February of 2017. I left in April mm-hmm. uh, to go to training uh, yep. at their facilities. Uh Came back in May, uh, scheduled the national exam, mm-hmm. took the test, failed it, scheduled it again, took the test, failed it, scheduled it again, took the test, passed. Okay. Very difficult test. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's a na- the national exam for uh, home inspectors. So. And the key to that, right, most of the, a lot of these tests are super real estate, title, yeah, yeah. insurance, home yeah. inspection. They're all difficult tests. The key is don't quit. Don't quit. Right? Keep going. Right? How many times is it going to take it before yeah. you before you pass? Right. As many times as I need to. Whatever right? it takes. Like, yeah. at, at this point, I'm, I'm not committed. Back to reading books. I, I don't know. Read yep. the book again. Do it again. <laughs> uh, just keep going. Um, okay. So, passed the test, got my licensing done, and we opened our doors August 31st of 2017. Okay. Uh, so, we haven't even been open two years yet. Okay. But we are... So last 2018 is our first full calendar year in business. Mm-hmm. So this is our second, we're in our second full calendar year of business. And at this point right now, we're just starting June. Mm-hmm. We're very close to doing the same number of inspections right now as we did total last year. Wow. So we're on pace to double our business this year, which is what we, our goal was for this year. So That is amazing. Yeah. And it really is. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely takes a lot of work too. It's that's not from lack of effort or not from lack of hours. No, right? Uh, like I've seen you driving down to what, what's the furthest you've gone? Like all the way down uh, to Kenai. Uh, Nanilchik is the farthest we've gone. Okay. Uh, to do home inspections. Uh, so whatever it takes, really, at this point, or at least last year, whatever it takes to get business. Same take, thing this year. Right. We're doing the same thing this year. Okay. Uh, we're not doing anything different. Okay. Uh, Keep pounding the pavement, get in front of as many people who will let you get in front of them. Mm-hmm. Um, going visiting people. Uh-huh. I'm not going to get into a lot of my secrets of how I met a lot of people because there's a lot of people that are trying to copy me right now. So I'm not going <laughs> to get into that. Perfect. That's what I'm going to ask you about. It, so just in general, you don't have to tell me your secrets, yeah. but in 2018, mm-hmm. how did you how did you get those customers? Like, How did you develop that growth? Was it all... In general, was it like you're on social media? Was it you're sending out mailers? Was it... I'm... Okay. The bulk of our business is, is coming from uh, social media. Okay. Combined with uh, professional networking organizations. Okay. Uh, casual networking organizations. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing uh, 
sponsorships for uh, causes in our community that are okay. uh, meaningful to us, um, mm-hmm. that have a, that have an impact on people, okay. um, and building relationships. Uh, we are one hundred percent about building relationships. We, um, how was I going to? I was taught, thinking about this earlier, but. We, when we launched our business, we decided mm-hmm. we, we wanted to be a household name. Being a household name was very important for us. Mm-hmm. Um, most people ask your friend who did their home inspection. Unless it was me, most of them are not going to mm-hmm. remember who it was. Yeah. Some might, a few might, but I'm going to the vast majority won't remember who it was. Right. I had the same experiences. Mm-hmm. When I, I've owned four or five different houses now in my life, and... Uh, I couldn't tell you who did the home inspections on any of those houses. I have mm-hmm. no idea. So we wanted to make an impact. We wanted to build meaningful relationships. Mm-hmm. We wanted to be a household name in our community. And, okay. and I think that's what we're doing. And we've done it all through social media and professional networking. So starting with that, I want to be a household name. And I love to take care of people. Yep. That's all of the growth from 2018 and on has yes. been behind this is what we want to do. So this is how we're going to get there. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Make, which definitely makes sense why you're doing all the networking and all the supporting the events that you've been doing. Yeah. Right? It makes perfect sense. Um, I always like to break down just a little bit. Social media nowadays is crazy. Yes. Right? Just saying like, I do social media. Right. That could mean literally a million things. That's a big... <laughs> so <laughs> by social media, are you doing like, you're running paid advertisements, you're engaging with a group that you love to engage with you're just posting content roofies what's the not roofies like the jug but like (laughs) (laughs) roofies like selfies if you've been on our facebook page you know what he means right Um, and and if you haven't been then it's tagged in (laughs) um most of ours comes from um facebook that's where we started uh with the social media aspect of it we started with facebook and so that's Facebook. Page. Biz, okay, there you go. Yeah. Yep. Uh, our, our Pillar to Post of Rough Team uh, Facebook page. Um, we post um, personal content mm-hmm. because we want you to know who we are. Right. You should know who you're dealing with when you're dealing with one of the biggest purchases of your life. So when you're talking about buying a house and the people that are involved, you want to know the realtor. Right. You want to know the lender. Right. You want to know the home inspector. Uh, you want to know the insurance folks that you're looking at. Mm. Um, and you want people, to know them. People who do business with people they like. And so yep. by you giving that insight, little little pictures or scope of what your personal life looks like, right. it, it develops that relationship on That's a right. passive level. So we, so we put a little bit of our personal life on there. And then we do some, I, I, we do some, some funny content on ours, whether it's mm-hmm. our roofies. Uh, and again, that's not the drug. It's a <laughs> selfie on the roof. Okay, check out our Facebook page. Yeah, to see them. after the roofies come, come, they come the floories, right? right. They come the, the floories and the crawlies and all that good stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, so we do a little bit of, of funny content. Again, that's a little uh-huh. more personal, but still a little funny. Right, right, right. Shifty personality. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. we uh, we do a lot of um, helpful, informative type posting on our Facebook page. So things you should look for if you if if your house is on the market and you're getting ready to, uh, or if your house is on the market and you got buyers coming in and somebody's going to put an offer on the house, well, what should you expect from the from the home inspection? Right. Uh, what should you expect from that process? Yep. Um, what kind of access does a home inspector need in my house yep. so I get everything done in one shot and I don't have to come back twice and interrupt mm-hmm. your day? 
So uh, on your social media, it's just posting, adding value, really. That's yeah. a very blanket statement. Yeah. Adding value. So that's value in building a relationship with you, value in what can you expect in the home inspection process. These are some things you should you should do wrong. Mm-hmm. Here's a funny picture of me in a crawl space that I had to crawl through a two-inch hole. Yep. Right? <laughs> that happens. <laughs> More often than I'd like, but it happens. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So... so that it's it's created a pretty good following so far. So. Okay. And we don't we don't do uh, I don't I don't know I go on some people's Facebook page and they got you know five thousand people following their page or whatever and a lot of that is you know, it's, it's purchased. Some uh, yeah some yeah. of it's purchased. I don't want to dis- discredit like, everybody. Like, right. Yeah, I'm not going to discredit everybody, uh-huh. but we don't do that. We've mm-hmm. never done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we may boost a post here and there to get it in front of more people, but right. uh, that kind of thing we don't we don't pay for advertising on our Facebook page. Okay. So it's organic. You grew with networking and that type of social media mm-hmm. and it's worked well for you. Very well. Are you going to, once again, you don't have to tell me your secrets, continue doing those same strategies to sustain growth or is there something you're going to change to double in 2020? We are going to keep on the path that we're on with social yep. media and we're adding a few more elements right now. Okay. Um, so there should be some newer uh, content, some different things that you haven't seen on our Facebook page here over the next uh, two to three weeks, I would say. Okay. So you're not going to tell us your secrets, but watch his Facebook page, and right. he's going to show you his secrets, watch my right? Page. You got to you got to figure it out yourself. <laughs> That's right. Do your thing. Do your thing. Okay. Uh, so how how deep are we? I feel like we're pretty deep into this uh, like live stream here. Right now. Uh, I always like to end with really it's three things. Mm-hmm. One was there anything in your story? that you wanted to talk about that we skipped over? Any, and is a kind of a blanket statement, but anything like you were, when you were coming to the interview, you were like, man, I definitely want to touch on this and we just didn't touch on it. I don't think there's anything that I really wanted to hit that we didn't hit. Um, no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number two, I always like to give you the platform to, um, give you a few minutes, one, two, three minutes to tell people where to contact you and to tell them about your business, right? So if you want to, to grab your home inspection report and kind of show yeah. them what you're doing or what kind of, all the details, give them a few minutes spiel on. It's it's your time to market on the video. <laughs> That's it, done. That's no. It. no um, so that there for, for uh, folks who, have used us before for a home inspection. This is the, the binder. It's a fantastic binder for uh, first-time home buyers. It's, it's a great binder for everybody, but for first-time home buyers, there's mm-hmm. a, a lot of useful information in there about uh, the maintenance of your home and the upkeep of your home and the things mm-hmm. that you should be taking care of uh, in the spring and in the fall to prepare for the seasons that are coming up. Yep. Uh, things you should be looking at with your roof, your furnace, uh, and a lot of that is it's it's cost-saving stuff. So okay. your the better you maintain your furnace, the less the chance of your furnace breaking down in the middle of winter, which is going to cost you a fortune. Makes sense. Rather than just having your furnace serviced every year mm-hmm. during this time of year when you're not needing your furnace. Like the changing guys, the oil in your car. Right. right. I mean... General maintenance. I, I go into a lot of houses uh, that are three to five years old, mm-hmm. and the furnace is, hasn't been inspected since it was new, and the owner says, well, it's a brand new house. It's not a brand new house. It's five years old. Yeah. Did you wait... 50,000 miles before you change the oil in your brand new car? Mm-hmm. Or did you change it at 5,000 miles like you should? Right. Uh, so it's the same thing. So mm-hmm. the more you take care of that stuff, 
mm -hmm. regularly, the less the chance of you having an emergency cost in the winter time. And so you have all the reminders in this here binder. There's a bunch of reminders in this okay. binder. The way we write up our report has those reminders in those sections. Um, uh, yeah, same thing with your roof. You know, you should take a look mm -hmm. at your roof in the spring and the fall, yep. especially here in the valley. We get so much wind, you know, check it out in the spring. Make sure mm -hmm. there's no missing shingles. Check it out in the fall. Make sure there's no missing shingles before winter gets here and snow falls on it. Right. And then you have a real problem. So uh, if they want this binder, they have to do a home inspection with you. Yes. But if they just want to ask you questions, where do the people contact you? Uh, they can either message me. Through the Facebook page. Either one, because you're both around there. Jamie both both or around Pillar to Post. Right. I prefer okay. the Pillar to Post one. Okay. Uh, if it's a home inspection related question, I prefer it be there. Okay. Um, you can go through uh, my email, which is... What is my email? I don't email myself. <laughs> Jamie.bruff <laughs> at PillarToPost.com. I don't email myself, so uh -huh. I forget sometimes. Uh -huh. uh, you can go to our website, which is... Uh, PillarToPost.com backslash Jamie Bruff. Uh, if you go to the regular just PillarToPost.com and put Wasilla zip code in, mm -hmm. it'll bring my website up that way. Okay. Uh, if you put an Anchorage zip code in, it's going to bring up the other gentleman who has a franchise in Anchorage. Perfect. Uh, so your phone number, email, and website, what we'll do if you'll comment on it, it'll be in the comments to anybody that wants to see it. Yes. Think about it there. Right on. 97521 7776. So final thing, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Shoot. Like I do to everyone. Um I've been averaging between Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Podcast, LinkedIn. You can find like this is gonna be on all of those platforms. Okay. When you add them up, we get somewhere in their ballpark of fifteen hundred people see the video. Wow, cool. So if you imagine putting those 1,500 people into one room, mm -hmm. and you could ask them one question, what would that question be? It, it, could be, it doesn't have to be about business, it could be anything? It could be, what's your favorite color? What, whatever <sighs> you like. 1,500 people. Right. Uh, can I make it towards my business? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> like a good business owner. <laughs> my question would be, think about the last home inspection you had uh -huh. When you were buying a house, and what was the worst part of it? Send okay. me that. Okay. I want to know that information. So now, what will hopefully happen, which you're not going to get 1,500 responses, but hopefully you'll get some insight, sure. is go to Pillar or Post Jamie Bruff team or the Bruff team. Yeah. Comment on the Facebook page or send them a message. Think about your last home inspection. What was the worst part? Worst. All they have to do is send you the answer, and you'll understand. Just send me the answer. I'll understand. There it is. Right on. That's it, man. Cool. Thanks for doing this. Thank you. I appreciate it. Now I need you to actually work in the video. Yeah, and hit, absolutely. Hit the finish button without turning the screen. All right. <laughs>